The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. In my last message, I shared with you the globalist plan for planetary genocide, mass depopulation of the earth, which has long been the dream of people like Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, Klaus Schwab, and Luciferian elites throughout the world in preparation for their great reset, which has already been launched. Their method is the COVID so-called vaccines, which in fact are not vaccines at all, but experimental DNA and RNA altering poisons. I told you how, according to the CDC's own VAERS data, more than half a million people in the U.S. alone have suffered severe and terrible side effects, including strokes, heart failure, blood clots, brain disorders, convulsions, seizures, paralysis, Bell's palsy, inflammation of the brain and spinal cord, autoimmune disease, miscarriage, infertility, deafness, and blindness. I also shared that in addition to these side effects, more than 16,000 people have officially died as a result of these injections. Of course, we must remember if a person dies within two weeks of receiving the shot, or if they die immediately, health officials claim those deaths are mere coincidence and have nothing to do with the injections themselves. We also know that these are simply the CDC's official numbers, and that only between 1 and 10 percent of all adverse side effects are ever reported to the very system. Moreover, the CDC has more than once scrubbed hundreds of thousands of cases as they've readjusted the numbers released to the public. If anyone out there still trusts any data or numbers released by the CDC on anything, they ought to have their heads examined. We should also remember that the effects of these injections are especially targeting the reproductive organs, rendering people sterile for life. Several scientists have also asked the question, what about babies born of mothers who took the jab? Since we know these shots seem to specifically target the reproductive organs, will these babies too be sterile for life? The answer is we just don't know. By now you've undoubtedly heard about the ABC news station in Detroit that posted the following on Facebook. After the vaccines were available to everyone, did you lose an unvaccinated loved one to COVID-19? If you're willing to share your family's story, please direct message us your contact information. We may reach out for a story we're working on. Now, this station, WXYZ, was seeking stories of unvaccinated people who died because they refused to take the jab. They received more than 250,000 responses to their Facebook post, but the responses were not what they were hoping for. Instead, all of them were from people who had severe horrific reactions to the jab or loved ones who had died from it. One person wrote, I know people who died painfully from the vaccine. Want those stories? Someone else posted, I had an uncle and cousin die from the jab. My son-in-law's aunt died from it and three more friends died from it. And another person stated, my dad flatlined after his second dose of Moderna. These are just a few of the comments. As I said, there were 250,000 more just like these at last count. And this was a local Detroit news station. Only God knows how many have died from this poisonous jab. Personally, I had a longtime friend whose wife is a nurse and was required to get jabbed in order to keep her job. Shortly thereafter, my friend, her husband, just simply stopped breathing and died in bed next to her at 2 a.m. The cause of death was undetermined. But we know that those who have taken the jab are spreading some very weird illnesses to those who come in close contact with them. 
Another associate in the prime of his life at 38 years old was one of the healthiest, strongest individuals I've known. He ran five miles every day, lifted weights, worked hard, and had no medical issues whatsoever. But he got the jab. One dose, and the next day he was dead after a series of multiple strokes. These are just two stories of people that I can attest to personally. Countless doctors, nurses, and other whistleblowers have shed even more light on the situation. Hospitals are discouraging healthcare workers from reporting to the very system, and they also follow a pre-prescribed protocol for those admitted to the hospital. More about that later. But understand this, it's not the unvaccinated that are causing the mutations and variants that are making so many so sick right now. The pestilence we're seeing today is the result of those who have already taken one or more of the shots as their bodies shed and spread the spike proteins the shots produce. So what in the world's in these shots? It would be pretty difficult for anyone to continue to refute the fact that they most certainly contain graphene oxide. There have now been so many studies released by so many doctors, scientists, and labs around the world showing that all the injections contain high levels of graphene oxide, some say up to 95%, that this is a fact that it can no longer be hidden by the lying media, but they still try. But the studies have been done independently and the data is in. This alarming data has led world experts like Nobel Prize winner in medicine Dr. Luc Montagnier to issue a grave warning that we are currently facing the greatest risk of worldwide genocide in the history of humanity. Even the inventor of the mRNA technology, Dr. Robert Malone, warns against these injections. And former Pfizer Vice President and Chief Scientist Dr. Mike Yaden came forward to warn humanity against these extremely dangerous injections. These and countless other doctors have found high levels of graphene oxide as well as toxic nanometallic content with magnetic toxic, cytotoxic, and genotoxic effects as well as identified life-threatening parasites. These ingredients dramatically change blood cells and cause massive blood clotting and they spread to every organ in the body. There's also self-assembly nanotech in some of the shots tested, while others show complex crystals being formed, not to mention the human genome is permanently modified. In other words, these jabs forever change a person's DNA. An autopsy done on one vaccinated individual showed spike proteins in literally every organ of the person's body. There are trillions of dollars at stake here for Big Pharma and the hospital industry. You may recall a recently leaked Zoom conference call between physicians and a marketing director at Novant Health New Hanover Regional Medical Center, which is a group of 20 hospitals and clinics treating patients in North and South Carolina. In the recording, Mary Rudick, MD, tells Director of Marketing Carolyn Fisher and another hospital employee that she wanted to make the COVID situation more scary to the public by inflating the number of COVID patients and by using messaging that falsely tells individuals, if you don't get vaccinated, you know you're going to die. Meanwhile, Joe Biden has ordered all companies with 100 or more employees to force mandatory injections. The U.S. military is mandated to get injected. Hospital and nursing home workers are mandated to get injected. Because, as Biden stated, his patience is wearing thin with those who reject the jabs. Apparently, people are not dying fast enough for him and his handlers. But interestingly, guess who's not required to get jabbed? Of course, the U.S. Congress and congressional staffers, the judicial branch, the White House staff, 
CDC employees, FDA employees, post office employees, NIAID employees, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson employees, and illegal aliens. Does that in itself not speak volumes as to what this is really all about? Meanwhile, hospitals and nursing homes are doubling and tripling down on their jab mandates. Many are refusing any religious or medical exemptions from employees. So now across the country, there's a mass exodus taking place among healthcare workers. When faced with the choice between taking a proven deadly injection or losing their job, they've chosen to quit or they've been fired. But the hospital is not where you want to be anyway these days, no matter what. Since they've been incentivized to list as many people as possible as COVID positive, if you go to the hospital, it's very likely you'll be declared COVID positive. Then their standard protocols begin. Now, from what I've learned from those with firsthand experience and from some firsthand experience of my own, if you go into a hospital with any type of upper respiratory problem, the one thing you will not receive is anything that will actually help you get healthy again. Most doctors in the U.S. have been forbidden to prescribe ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, drugs that have been proven to be safer than aspirin and have also been proven to be fast-working cures for COVID. These inexpensive, life-saving drugs have been all but banned in the U.S., and if you do manage to find a doctor willing to prescribe them for you, you'll have a nearly impossible time finding a pharmacy to fill your prescription. Most pharmacies have corporate-wide policies in effect now, stating that even with a doctor's prescription, they will not fill orders for ivermectin or HCQ. If you go into a hospital with bacterial pneumonia, you'll be told that you do not have bacterial pneumonia, you have COVID pneumonia, and you'll be admitted. Once admitted to the hospital, even if your own family doctor has prescribed antibiotics for you, those will be immediately stopped and you'll be started on the official COVID protocol. This includes intravenous remdesivir, a drug pushed by Fauci as the primary protocol once a COVID patient is admitted to the hospital. But you should know that multiple doctors have stated that remdesivir is actually a bioweapon and extremely deadly. It has a long list of adverse side effects on the human body, the first of which is upper respiratory distress, quickly followed by kidney failure, followed by cascading organ failure. This causes the lungs to fill with fluid. Then the patient is placed on a ventilator and suffocated to death. There have been numerous reports from families with loved ones in hospitals who have been essentially medically kidnapped. The patients are not allowed to see their family members. Family members are not allowed to have any input or authority over their loved one's care. And patients are forbidden to have access to any other medicines. If you attempt to get them discharged so you can take them home, you'll be made to sign a form stating you're doing so against medical advice and then warned that because you refuse to follow medical advice, your insurance won't pay, Medicare won't pay, and you'll not only have a dead loved one, but you'll be facing bankruptcy as well. Quite the scare tactic, isn't it? And as I've done the research on this in report after report after report, the hospital protocol seem to be all the same now everywhere in America. Pronounce the patient as COVID positive. Cease any type of antibiotics and other medications. Immediately administer remdesivir. Place the dying patient on a ventilator. This may sound harsh and cruel, and it most definitely is, and the families that have suffered through this scenario understand what I'm talking about. Friends, whatever you do, do not take the jab, and stay out of the hospitals now at all costs. 
Keep your immune system strong with regular supplementation of vitamin C, vitamin D3 with K2, potassium iodide, zinc, and acetylcysteine and quercetin. You can still find these supplements available. Get the best quality you can find, but don't wait. There's already been talk of making these supplements available by prescription only. And you know, if it will advance the goals of the genocidal maniacs that are running things now, it may not be very long before that happens. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066. Or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 338. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.